Welcome to the Get Sacred Podcast. I'm your host, life coach, Melissa Elysian, and I'm here to teach you how to create more money, more love, and more sacred success. If you're ready to create a lusciously abundant and pleasure-filled life, you're in the right place. Hello, love. Before we get started with the podcast, I want to let you know that I'm going to be doing a new free workshop called How to Heal Debt, Shame, and Guilt. This workshop is for you if you are a professional or entrepreneur who, on the surface, everything looks good, you're making good money, but on the inside, you have shame or guilt or regret about the debt that you've incurred, and those feelings have you Um, in a situation where you feel stuck and powerless and not sure how to move forward. So I'm going to be teaching three mindset shifts to help you move past that, um, to really change the way that you look at your debt so that you can change the way that you're behaving around it and so that you can change your situation. All right. So Again, How to Heal Debt, Shame, and Guilt workshop. It's free. It's online. It's on Monday, September 26th at 2 p.m. Pacific. I'm going to put a link to get a ticket in the show notes. I'll see you there. Hello. Today on the podcast, I just want to, you know, this is going to be brief, but I think it's important. (laughs) I wanted to let you know that contrary to popular belief, there are no negative emotions. I know. You didn't like that, probably. <laughs> I certainly didn't like it when I first considered the concept that there are no negative emotions. Because, like, you know, how could that be true? There were so many emotions that I hated to experience. There were so many feelings that I just thought were just so bad. I didn't want to be with them. I didn't want to feel it. I didn't want to have that energy moving through me. And so how could it not be bad? Like, of course it's bad. I I don't want it. So it's bad, right? I don't want to feel it. So it's negative. Nope. I was wrong. And it was a hard thing to, (laughs) it's been a hard thing to come in agreement with. Years, years and years of coming to a place where I can say that out loud and like mean it and and live it. I guess that was the harder part, living it. We make emotions bad because we don't want to feel them, because we don't want to have them, because of the power we think they have over us, like, We think the negative emotion makes us behave in a way, and so it's bad, right? Because we think the behavior is bad, so we think the emotion is bad. No. You're just having a feeling. It's not a bad feeling. It's not a good feeling. Um, What it really is is just an alive feeling. It's a feeling of your humanness. It's a feeling of your aliveness. And that humanity, (laughs) that aliveness happens in feelings for many of us. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna caveat and say, you know, just because you're alive doesn't mean that you're feeling things. But 
I'm going to offer as a human being, the good majority of us that are alive are feeling things, some of them that we absolutely do not want to feel, and we want to make them bad, and we want to not feel them, and we want to blame them for all sorts of things, when in reality, it's just a feeling. It's just you having a particular energy about something. I want to offer this perspective to you because it's been such a gift to me to stop being in judgment of the way that I feel. Yeah, pause for dramatic effect. (laughs) To stop judging myself. That's what it allowed me to do. When I stopped judging this emotion or that emotion is bad, I'll give particular examples from my own life. What are emotions that I really struggled with? Anger and rage. Mm. And um, feelings of like, I don't know, like, um, like not fitting in. Feelings related to that, like not belonging. Bad. Bad. Mad at anyone who made me feel those things. Mad when I felt those things. In judgment of those feelings. They were bad. I didn't want to have them. Anyone who made me feel those things was bad. Me feeling it was bad. The behaviors that seemed almost automatic every time I had them come up were bad. So, of course, negative. I called it negative. It was bad. It was bad. I wanted to judge it. And I was just judging myself. I was judging myself. I was judging other people. I was making other people responsible for how I was feeling. I was even making myself responsible for how I was feeling in ways that was just not helpful because it was through the lens of judgment. It was because I needed something to be bad or good because I wanted to push something away. I wanted it to be bad and to have good reason. Making it bad is like such a good reason (laughs) to make things going away. If you don't want something around and it makes you uncomfortable, if you can make it quote unquote bad, if you can make it negative, then you get to push it away. And most people don't make you have to answer to, you know, why or explain yourself so much. But removing the judgment allowed me to be with myself, allowed me to learn from what I was feeling. And it also reduced the power that those feelings had over me. Because then it was, I think it would play out something like bad, like something happened, so for having them. Not useful. Not useful at all. And what happens when you can have an emotion and you can just accept it for what it is, is growth, is observation, is curiosity, is learning. Oh, and it makes room for compassion. And it makes room for connection. (laughs) Let me explain that further. When I feel a thing and I'm not in judgment of it, 
I'm not so overwhelmed by it. I haven't already cast a picture about it, like made up my mind about it. It leaves more room for me to have a conversation with the person who made me have the feeling without making them responsible for it. So something happens, let's say something happens with someone else and I have a feeling that I don't like, that I'm not enjoying. And instead of making them responsible for the feeling, because I, I think it's bad and now it's a fault, because because it's bad, it's a, their fault, <laughs> right? It's their fault because I've made it bad. Because I've made it bad and it's their fault, the conversation could go one way where it's blame, or it could go another way where I'm just sharing. Where I'm just sharing that something happened with this person and that I, now I'm having this kind of a feeling and it doesn't feel good. There's a little bit more room for connection in there. And then also when I have the feeling that I'm uncomfortable with, but I'm not judging it as bad, I don't feel the need to put it away. I don't need to feel like I have to hide it. I don't need to feel like I need to avoid it. I don't need to judge myself for having it. I can be with it. I can be with it in the ways that I am so easily satisfied by being with my joy. I can be with my sadness without judgment, with curiosity, with a willingness and a tenderness and a compassion. When we're in a, a state of joy and bliss, most people just want more of that. You know, we'll do whatever it takes to just add, add to it, like just pour more on top, like better and better and better, like with no hesitations. Um, it can be that way for lots of people. When we're feeling something we don't want to feel, no. We don't want to be with it. We don't want to know about it. We don't want to look at it. We don't want to spend time with it. We don't want to be curious. We definitely want to judge it. And we would most certainly like to put it in the farthest recesses of our minds and bodies, like somewhere we won't bump into it at all, like some, like somewhere no one can talk about it and no one can reach it. We can't find it. Like <laughs> That's how much so we try to avoid our stuff. We all have stuff that we've tucked away because we can't, because we don't want to be with it because it's uncomfortable, right? Without the judgment, without making it bad, there's no reason to hide it. There's no reason to avoid it. Without making it bad, you care for it like you care for something that you love because it's you. Whatever the emotion is, you don't abandon it. And that's a really, really important and special thing because when we abandon the things that we're feeling, we're unintentionally abandoning ourselves. I'm, if I'm hurting and I refuse to acknowledge that pain, I've dismissed me. 
I'm missing an opportunity to connect with myself in a meaningful way, in a supportive way, in a loving way, in a thoughtful way. No negative emotions, just emotions. Just emotions. I want. I also want to share that, like, the ability to be with an emotion that feels challenging and difficult saves us a lot of suffering in, one, not having to necessarily bump into it by accident when we tucked it away and we forgot that we put it somewhere and then, and then someone <laughs> says something and then it did, like it just shows up because we never dealt it, felt, felt like, had the feeling of it, let ourselves experience it. We just shoved it somewhere. So there's that, but there's also, there's also the fact that things change when you have the ability to be with your difficult emotions. And I'm gonna give the example of anger because I think this one, well, certainly was true for me, but I think this is, I think culturally anger is not really, I mean, especially among women, just not acceptable. We're not supposed to be angry. Oh, and then as a black woman, like, oh, because everyone already assumes I'm angry, the work required, like, I'm the work required of us to not be angry because everyone's already made the assumption that we're angry even when we're, like, chill. When we're just chill and vibing, <laughs> there's a lot of people with assumptions that we're angry already. And so there's this level of having to restrain ourselves because of um, when we're actually angry, how we're perceived. Anyway, shout out to all the angry black women because why wouldn't we be? Anyway, so what happens when you avoid a feeling that is uncomfortable, for example, anger, you're avoiding it, right? So you just keep shoving it down. And when it actually comes up, like it comes up like a, I don't know, an MFR, you know, like it's bad. It can be really bad because you have not let it be expressed because it has so much to say now that every single time that it tried to say something, you tucked it away, you shoved it, you ignored it. Now that it finally has a chance, overwhelm, you're overwhelmed with the feeling. You feel out of control with it because you don't know how to be with it because you haven't allowed yourself to be with it, right? It's like every time you have someone <laughs> do something that annoys you, um, I'm laughing because like, you know, it's, things are better with COVID, but it was hard times, like lots of people stuck in their houses. I'm just thinking about the days where like everybody was home and like, Kids are at school at home. Everyone's working at home. Um, and so I'm just thinking about that while I laugh. But here's the example is someone does something that's bothersome to you. It angers you. It makes you upset. It makes you sad, whatever. And you don't say anything. You say nothing. You say nothing. It happens again. You say nothing. It happens again. You say nothing. It happens again. You say nothing. It happens again, and you lose your shit <laughs> because why? 
why? Why did you, because you're fed up. You lost it because you're fed up. You're fed up because every time it showed up, instead of attending to it at all, acknowledging it, soothing it, answering it, doing something about it, you didn't. You shoved it down. You put it to the side. It was like bitching and screaming, and then you put it in a box. Bitching and screaming, put it in a box, put it all in the box, and then someone just like gently knocks into said box and shits bananas. You're overwhelmed. You don't even have any control over it, it seems, because it's a lot. It's overwhelming. It's stacked up. It's more powerful. It's louder. Its voice is much louder. You don't seem to know how to control it because you haven't yet cultivated the capacity to do that because all the opportunities that presented itself for you to learn how to manage that emotion, how to deal with it, you didn't take them. Now, I'm going to come off my high horse because I'm teaching, but I also want you to know I'm a real person who has this experience too, <laughs> right? Like I have the experience of these things happening in my real, my everyday life. Not everyday, but I, I, know, I know what I'm talking about because I've lived it too. I know that there are still things where that's the case, where I'm like, oh, this thing happened, no big deal. And maybe that was true the first time I said that. But the second or the third, it wasn't true. And then all of a sudden I'm dealing with a part of me, an emotion in me that's just cannot be reconciled. It doesn't want to hear it. It has no patience for me. Time's up on ignoring it. I know that. I've, I've lived that. I've had that experience. I know this is real, but I've also heard it a many times. A many times in the work that I what that I do. You know, while we're busy trying to stay nice and calm and not ruffle any feathers and not get upset and not make anybody else upset, we're just tucking stuff away sometimes. <laughs> while we're in judgment of what it would mean for me to say I don't like this or what it would mean for me to say like I'm putting up a boundary I really need you to respect me in this way or you know this thing happened and this is how I'm feeling when we we skip that part we're stuck with these emotions because we judged it. We, we, we didn't want to be that person. We were judging what it would mean to be that person who felt that way. We, we judged what it meant to be the person who would be upset and show that they were upset. We judge what it means to be the person who was feeling vulnerable and sad about a situation and express that sadness. There are no negative emotions. We're just feeling things. We're just alive and awake enough and present enough to be experiencing life. And it comes with a wide array of emotions that are not good or bad. We have favorites. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> I definitely do. We have favorites. But that doesn't make them good or bad. There are certainly emotions that we call positive that can also be destructive. 
we kind of just overlook that, that that happens sometimes, that that happens sometimes. And, is it, and, it, and when you see that, it's an easy way to see that there isn't a positive or a negative here. There isn't a bad or a good here. There's just what you're feeling. And your ability to be curious about it, your ability to take in that feeling, the ability to be with it, will really change things for you. It will change your relationships. Most importantly, it will change your relationship with yourself. It presents an opportunity for you to be loving and kind and good to yourself, no matter what, no matter what you're feeling, without judgment, You know, add a little bit of grace. All right, that's my spiel on no negative emotions. I love that I said it was going to be short. <laughs> All right, I love you. Take good care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get Sacred podcast. For more ways to connect, I want you to head to melissaelysian.com. To be coached by me, head to my website and schedule a time for us to chat all things sacred and sovereign about your life. The link is in the show notes. I'll talk to you soon.